Welcome to The Nudge, where we take things one step at a time, mix by mix, track by track, decibel by decibel. I am your host, Mark Papers, Senior Engineer at MPE, Mobile Production Engineers. Call or text 888-90-MPE now to get started. We got you with the sauce, podcast mixing, music mixing and mastering, vocal tuning, beat mixing, plus much more. Today, we're going to look at the basis of recording that is sound itself, more specifically the HZ and the kilohertz of the song, the hertz and the kilohertz. It's really important to know how they work. That way, when we're mixing a song, you understand how they translate into the real world environment. Frequency is the speed of a sound's oscillation, the speed of the vibrations, what a hertz. The unit we use to measure how many cycles per second, the amount of cycles per second, is called the hertz or the frequency. <clears throat> so think about how many times it takes for that sound to travel um, between its range. That is the hertz. So 200 hertz takes 200 hertz milliseconds to get to that sound range, okay? Frequency ranges also control the tone that we hear. So hertz determines the amount of energy that's in a specific frequency range. Once you start hearing other things in that frequency range, that is, that is called the harmonics. Like if you ever seen like a sound wave and it's hitting at 200 um, hertz, you're not gonna hear anything if it's just a wave by itself. But once you add, um, you know, a piano or a kick or some other harmonics between there, that's how you hear most of the um, the rest of the song. So just think of the harmonics makes up the character of the sounds itself. All right. Great. So the vertical axis shows the amplitude, which means the volume of the frequency. The horizontal axis shows the frequency range. So you see what you're looking at. You can see exactly what range you're in. And then you can look at the range of the amplitude to see how much that frequency is in a space. So you can see, okay, if you're checking a meter, maybe you're looking at a space and it's more very crowded in the low end. You know, you need to clean that up. And I do have an example later that I'm going to show you of cleaning up low end in a mix that's a little muddy, um, a little a little uh, boomy. So we're going to get to that in a sec. When you take your craft seriously, these are the type of steps you need to take as far as learning how frequencies work. I know it's not the most exciting thing. You want to jump in and jump on your compressor and use your EQ and, you know, and pull up your Fab Pro filter, you know, that your, your mommy helped you buy. But that's not how you're going to get better at this. The best thing to do is to learn the basics so you can get better. Phil Jackson had a great quote. He always said, um, I never forget the basics. Why? Because I never left them. I think it's a great quote. Once you know what to do, you'll always be sturdy. You'll always be perceived as an expert because you'll have a standard of quality when it comes to your mixes. Fun fact. Our emergency tone is actually one kilohertz since any age group can hear it. Um, what happens is when you're born and you're very young, your, your frequency range of what you can hear is very, very high. As you get ho older, you lose frequency range. But um, what our system has come up with is that this tone goes off at 1K. And that is a tone that no matter what your age group is, normally if you don't have loss of hearing or hearing problems or like anything like that, you will be able to hear this tone. I think that's that's pretty clever. 
Um, so you have to understand frequencies and ranges are, are, are they have different uh, speeds. And again, if you're ever in a room for a while and you're mixing your record and you kind of hear the bass slapping behind you, even though your speakers are facing you, why is that? Again, you have bass, it's being built up and it's, it's heading back at you at a different speed of time. I'll give you an example. Have you ever seen a car blasting music down the street, right? You know, this car is playing very loud music, and as it's coming closer to you, you hear the entire song, you hear the lyrics, you hear the words, you hear the beat, everything's loud. The car is moving away and further and further from you. You will lose the ability to hear the lyrics, but you still will hear the drums and the bass. Why is that? The speed of drums, bass, and low end travels slower than the high end. That's why it's still sort of with you, even though the car is you know, speeding off further away from you. So again, these type of things help you to understand that when you're mixing, you're going to be able to say, okay, well, let me work on making sure that my 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 bass and my kick is 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 sitting in the right spot it's in mono it's in the middle of the mix um so that way it's being heard throughout the entire song and then the rest of the song can have different effects on it as well um so i just want to get into a different uh section in a in a second um we're gonna have a brief uh, word from our sponsor Today's sponsor is brought to you by Max Michaels Artist Development Program. If you are an up-and-coming artist who wants to learn how to make $4,000 a month as an unsigned artist, email your name and one song to maxmichaelsllc at gmail.com. They'll give you one complimentary feedback and solutions to start making money with your music. Max Michaels Artist Development Program gives you the tools and education to make money and gain real supporters with your music. It said plans, budgets, target goals, reaching your target audience, and defining the difference between reaching your audience and engaging with your audience. Email your name and one song to LLC at gmail.com. Let's get back into it. If there's one particular EQ problem that plagues the home studio producer, it's the low-end buildup. It goes by two different names. It's either boominess or muddiness. Boominess, in my opinion, boominess is more of a low-end problem. It's generally 100 to 150 hertz problem that pretty much makes all your bass and drums cloudy. Um, It's just too powerful, low-end. How do you fix it? Simple EQ. Start with, you know, low end of your instruments, you know, solo them, group them together, make a drum bus. Um, and what you want to do is just take out, you know, just with a slight curve um, somewhere, you know, within that range, within a 100 to 150. That definitely will make sure that, you know, you clean that up a little bit. Muddiness is pretty similar. Um, I always think of muddiness as more of 200 to 300 problem. Um, that's more of when the kick um, is, you know, has more of that muddy area. 
Um, it's kind of where your mix just doesn't have clarity in the low mids. Um, you know, you play it loud in the speakers and, you know, you could hear the vocals, but when it comes to the bottom end, you like it, it's not punchy. You know, it, it's just too much. It's just very crowdy. That's when you have um, muddiness in your mix um, and you need to uh, treat that. The frequencies at the bottom are very defined. So, you know, you want to, again, clear those up so that they don't just get crowded and just have too much compression. That's that's the main problem of having muddiness in your mix, okay? So once you define the main source of the muddiness, where it is, um, what you're going to do to treat this is you're going to cut it. Um, you're going to pull up an EQ, and you're gonna take out those frequencies. If it's a boominess problem, um, you're gonna take out somewhere between 100 to 200 hertz. That should clear up the boominess. If it's more of a muddiness problem, you're gonna treat the area between 200 to 300 hertz um, instead. So again, this depends on the type of song you're making, the genre, you know, you have to use your ear at this point to make the proper decision to know. Um, use your solo. Solo is good. Um, again, you know, mix in mono. Um, use this EQ as best way as possible. And once you get this tone and sound you need, you should be off and ready to go. And this mix should be cleaned up and sounding a lot better. So in the last session... We showed you how the high pass filter worked. Remove some filters and some frequencies on the low end, um, just to hear that clarity and that difference. So today, um, I have a track for you. It's the same instrumental, but what we did, we, we took a bell filter and we just removed some of the frequencies around 155 hertz, um, the way to clean up some of the boomy slash muddiness. Um, so you're going to hear the difference. So we're going to first play the song with no effects by itself, just so you can hear that. So let's take a listen to that. That was a sample of the beat just being played normally. And so let's get into it with um, the filter being added to it with the cut being made around 155 just to cut out some of that mud from the beat. So let's take a listen to that. definitely can hear the difference between the two takes and how it's more cleaner you know with less uh bottom end uh, on that uh second take and uh, you want to just you know use it you know and, and test it out on your, the track that you're you know you're working with that way you can make sure that you're you know taking out the right amount for the music that you're working on because every song is different what i'm gonna do is show you the vocal take raw next um, and then afterwards, I'm going to show you with the low mid frequency being removed that 
155 hertz so take a listen to the first take unedited yeah outfit is so hot it's like i'm pulling on the matches and i ain't talking gangster but i pull up with the ratchets and after this club shit i put on my mattress i've been making moves now i'm practicing my backflips chair nice so when you hear that vocal take it sounds nice but it does have a little bit of muddiness uh, or boominess on the bottom end especially those p's are very explosive so uh, you're gonna hear the next vocal take 155 hertz has been removed um, by about like 5 dB. Um, it's just where you can hear it. So take a yeah. listen to this one. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches. And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets. And after this club shit, I put on my mattress. I've been making moves. Now I'm practicing my backflips. Chair. Yeah. So you can clearly hear how that last take has less bottom end on there. It's been removed, kind of cleaned up a little bit. And um, it's less clash with the bass and the vocal. So it can really help your mix by just cutting um, some of those problematic frequencies. So um, try it out and see how it works on your next mix. So I'm going to give you three easy tips to EQing and how to use it and just think of it like you're cleaning out your garage so uh step one you're gonna throw out the sound you don't need so the first thing you're gonna do is anytime you approach any instrument or vocal track you should pull up your high pass filter and then immediately start rolling off any low end if it does not need it obviously if it's a bass or a kick or a drum something that's heavy on the low end then you would grab your high pass filter um to do the same thing um the opposite, I mean. But again, you want to uh, make sure that you're cleaning up um, those sounds and throwing out the ones that you don't need. Secondly, you want to clean up the ones that you do need. Um, so any sounds that you have in your mix that you need boosted or you have a vocal track and you have a few frequencies, maybe the room um, is giving off some resonance or again, it's a little boxy or muddy, um, then you can just clean that up specifically and just take out a targeted area, even though you're keep keeping the, the rest of the track um, intact. Um, and then lastly, um, improve the organization of the sound. So um, essentially, you're going to make sure that, you know, you take out if there's any uh, too much punch or, you know, the P's are aggressive or it needs DSing. Um, you want to make sure that everything is just in its own space so that it's um, hitting with the mix in its proper space as well. So um, we're going to wrap this up this episode. Um, just wanted to make sure that you're clear on how do you get rid of the low end, the muddiness on a track or a vocal um that way that you know your mix can sound more balanced and clean this has been the nudge where we take things one step at a time mix by mix track by track decibel by decibel i am your host mark papers senior engineer at mpe mobile production engineers call or text 888-90-MPE now to get started we got you with the sauce, podcast mixing, music mixing and mastering, vocal tuning, beat mixing, plus much more. You already know. Holla us in the next episode. Peace.